God bless. Sarah Marie here from soulofworship.com and you are listening to episode four of the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound, a place where we uncover the power of praise. God bless and welcome to the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast, episode number four. This is Sarah Marie from soulofworship.com and in today's episode, we are going to discuss how worship releases God's power on the scene. But first, let us join in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, for your love and your mercy that is new every single morning. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to come together via this podcast to bring you all glory and honor that you so deserve. Lord, I pray that you would open up our hearts, ears, and minds, and souls to receive whatever it is you have in store for us today. God, I pray that every listener would be empowered by your word to release an authentic sound that moves mountains and brings heaven down. Lead us, Lord, to live a worship-filled life in you. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's get started. Have you ever studied the epic battle depicted in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, the last battle under King Jehoshaphat's reign? There are just so many good talking points about this story that I highly recommend that you read this chapter in its entirety at some point this week, maybe even today if you have the time. And probably the most quoted scripture from this story is the following. The battle is not yours, but God's. And that's 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15. As powerful and as edifying as that word is, it's important to understand the entire context of that promise. God declares that he will fight for us if and when we walk in obedience to him. Jehoshaphat was afraid because a huge army was coming to battle against him. They were totally outnumbered and defeating them was humanly impossible. But what did Jehoshaphat do? In verses 3 and 4 of chapter 20, it reads, Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord, and from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. It is easy to allow our life challenges to completely overwhelm us and to paralyze us with fear and anxiety. However, the answer is not to run away or wallow in our own self-pity. The answer is always to seek God first, putting aside everything holding us back, and asking the Lord to guide our steps. As Jehoshaphat cried out to God in verses 6 through 12 of this chapter, he ended with this, For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Say it with me now. I don't know what to do, but my eyes are upon you. Is that not the most freeing sentence? Once Jehoshaphat completely surrendered it all to God in that moment, God responded. And the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, who, by the way, it says he was a descendant of a Levite who was a worshiper. And God gave the people of Judah a profound word to believe in and to stand on. 
And so 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verses 15 through 17 say, Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. In response, Jehoshaphat and all of Judah bowed down their heads and worshipped the Lord, while the children stood up to praise with voices loud and high. They were rejoicing in the promises that God declared over them, and even though they still had to battle the very next day, they were giving God all of the glory now, ahead of the battle. In the same way, when we are facing challenging times, we need to put our trust completely in Him and worship God for He promises to be with us and to fight for us. We need to praise Him before, during, and after the battle, just as the people of Judah did, in order to release God's power on the scene. Now, on the morning of the battle, Jehoshaphat remained reminded the people of Judah to believe in the Lord your God. And that was verse 20. Even though God gave them all a powerful and uplifting word the night before, now that they were preparing for the battle, it was critical for them to put away any doubts or any fears that may have started to creep in and to remember and most importantly believe that God would do what he said he would do. Now, what happens next is completely mind-blowing. Jehoshaphat appointed and set out a group of worshipers to go out before the army. Worshipers before the army. And it says in verse 22 that they said, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. Now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Just like that. And this isn't the first reference to worshipers being a part of the army of God. In 1 Chronicles 25, we actually read that David literally had an army of 288 worshipers. If David held worship as such a high priority, and if we see how God continues to bring victory to the people of Israel when they worship him, why aren't we tapping into this power? Not only does our praise and worship usher in the presence of God, it defeats the enemy. We need to realize that we cannot overcome the trials and tribulations of this world by our own strength and might. In fact, there's a much better way. Trusting and continuing to offer our praises to Jesus, declaring his power over our situations, taking our position as true worshipers of the Father, and then standing still and allowing him to do what he needs to do. And then praising God again when the victory is obtained. See, the people of Judah worshipped before, during, and after the battle. And therefore, God's supernatural power was released. 
Now, while worship played a critical role in this battle, there are really four key points of victory here. Number one, fasting. Two, the people came together to seek direction from God. Three, belief in what God has said. And four, praise and worship. When we are faced with what appears to be an impossible problem, these steps will lead us to victory. Fast, seek, believe, and praise. And after Jehoshaphat humbled himself in fasting and prayer, he sought direction, he believed in God's promises, and worshipped God, he received the greatest victory he had ever experienced. And then even better, It says in verse 30 that then God gave him rest. This was his final battle. Now pray this prayer with me. Thank you, Jesus, for you are so good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you for continuing to show us that the key to success in this life is to be obedient to you. Lord, help us to spend more time fasting, seeking, believing, and praising your glorious name. Because we know that if we do these four things consistently, you will fight for us. But our job is to be ready, to stand firm, to take our positions. Because we know that you will handle the rest. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I encourage you to take a few minutes right now, wherever you are, and enter into a time of worship and praise unto the Lord. You do not have to wait until Sunday morning service to put these principles into practice. Just take some time to praise God for His goodness, His unending love, Worship Jesus for his sacrifice and for the power we have in his name. And thank the Holy Spirit for its daily guidance as we take each step on our journey. You can also download a free PDF copy of today's Bible study by going to soulofworship.com and clicking on Bible study downloads at the top of the page. If you would like to stay up to date on when new studies are posted or when new podcasts are available, please join my newsletter email list. And you can do this by also going to soulofworship.com and clicking on contact at the top right of the page and then filling out the short form on that page. I feel so blessed to have you join me, Sarah Marie, for today's episode of the Soul of Worship podcast. And until next time, don't stop praising. Soul of Worship, are you making a sound? A place where we uncover the power of praise.